guy let me check this out so what would you do if you found out that, that you was gay we welcome you to the team i mean shit the fuck you mean? <laughs> we love you anyway what's wrong with you <laughs> you're the only one who has that homophobia bro. <laughs> none of us none of us none of us care bro who you sleep with how long you sleep with how often it's okay yeah, man. Is this, a, is this a coming Say out moment? I'm here to listen. No, he's already coming out. <laughs> <laughs> TJ. So timely. So timely. TJ, when I see you in these streets, perfect, so man. <laughs> right on time. See, it's the light skin union. All three of you guys oh, combined yeah. oh, and yeah. forming oh, up yeah. like Voltron. Oh, yeah. up. It's, oh, yeah. it's, the, it's the bonnet. Yeah. Said, you know what? Don't hate, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, oh, motherfucker. Oh. Anyway, man, listen. so check this out. Let's say, for example, if you found out. 15 years after the fact no not even 15 my bad 20 years after the fact that you had 10 kids that you weren't aware of 10 10 10 okay let's say it was more than that how do you think how would you feel feel yeah no bullshit well first i would have to be revived um uh through medical and spiritual means first thing uh, second i'm calling my lawyer i'm glad i'm glad that you said that i'm glad that you said that because you know how much i love vice i guess i guess tj couldn't take these take kids let me bounce the fuck out. You, you love your vices so no you know how much, no you know how much i love vice vice news right oh and yeah, vice yeah. Vice was doing a, they did a segment the other day where a young man who was in a medical program donated samples, donated semen back in the eighties. And oh, during, listen, listen, cause this is a mind blow. I'm trying to tell you, he donated semen during the eighties. During that period, he signs a contract and says that the donation facility will not use his sample more than five times and he lives in oregon okay and all of the samples will be either on the east coast or internationally so they're going to give his sample to whomever for whatever the purposes is no more than five times and all of them will not be within either oregon or the west coast come to find out that this dude his sample was used at least 20 times and counting. So? I did not know, hold up, but I did not know that this was such big money. And this is the reason why I said, listen, listen to what I'm saying. I, I didn't know how much money was really invested in this type of business. Bro, what is wrong with you? Maybe, man? you know, because I'm 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 a decent Shut human being. I don't go researching semen deposits. So I'm yeah, just like, I, I, I just wonder what was the motivation. What was the motivation? Listen, listen, man, listen, man. So apparently he, his 
one of the children, the offspring of this whole sample, found out that she was a sample, researched it, found out she was a sample. Listen, listen. No, apparently she didn't know that she was uh, the product of a donation. And then she found out when she was like 27, 28 years old, right? So she does the research, finds the institution where she got, where her sample was, where her sample was donated or whatever. Does, you're listed as a number in these facilities. So she found out the number of her donator. You got a lot of data. Nigga, she backtracked and she started finding siblings. All of the siblings that were donated were associated with this dude. It comes out that it was 20 plus folks and growing. Somehow she finds a way to get in contact with old boy. And she says, hey, I know I don't want a relationship with you. I just wanted you to know that I know who you are and so on and so forth. And she tells this dude that he has 20 of us all in Oregon. And remember, I said 20 and growing all in Oregon. And he was like, oh, what? What you say? So, so I don't want a relationship with you. I just want to destroy your life real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, hold up. He didn't have to know. I don't want anything to, have to know at all. So this is what ended up happening. This dude is suing the facility for $5.8 million for breach of contract. And apparently there aren't mm. any regulations surrounding these types of institutions. So they can do whatever the hell they want with your sample. Oh, you I sample, bro. I mean, Interesting. So check this. So the joint that got me was that they were saying that for every so if they induct you, I don't say induct you. That's not the right <laughs> word. But if they <laughs> if they sign you up to be a donator, right? If you jerk off in a cup, <laughs> you are part of this group for you're part of the the study, and you have to donate at least once a week. Once a week, okay, for a year. Because okay. they need they need viable samples, where is, right? Where, where's the the, the amount of money that they put into it? They they're actually paying these dudes close to. You, you can you get some much, serious money for the shit. Now, you know how like, much money it costs to do to to actually and go? I, I and didn't to know. Do I did fertilization. Not, I did not know. Man, yeah, in vitro is a uh, is a loan. Very expensive process. I mean, bro. I mean very it's, expensive. and it's not guaranteed either. That, but that's the whole thing. It's like. Getting paid that much money up front, they said that they need to recoup those funds, but they can make upwards of 30 to 40 times what they pay you breaking down these samples. So one sample, so that's one deposit during the week. They can break that up 19 times per nigga. I mean, against your knowledge. Against your knowledge. Against Come your on, name. my guy. So, that doesn't that doesn't blow you, your mind. You, no, you went and jerked off in a cup. First off, you went and jerked off in a cup in order to help someone make babies, and you did it once a week. Uh, I'm trying to find out where the only issue that I have is with the young lady who knocked on his door and said, You got she did not have to do that, like, she did not have to do that at all. He did not have to do that at all. I'm gonna let you two, you two, you two light skinned dudes keep, keep, keep it down. TJ, what do you think about it? Because you, you've been mad silent, like, okay, this sounds like straight people problems. I don't know what's going on. I want to hear, I want to hear what you got. Hold on, so don't hold on, time out. So you're trying to say that gay men, gay men don't. Are not interested in procreating? Is that what? That's not. See, you're not implying that, are you? See, that's, see, that's what see, I heard. Just see, now. TJ, just this go ahead. Gay and man ain't. <laughs> 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 this gay man ain't interested in procreating. 
I believe you just hold that type of homophobia. Man, though. shut shut What the hell is going this on? Is oh, this is why I, this is why I hate you. A family show. This is a family show. The patrol is on full blast tonight. I hate each every single one of you. His thoughts, man. I did. I did. TJ, TJ said he's he's not ashamed of procreating. Let him let him expel. He said he doesn't want to procreate. No, 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 no. Okay. That is, yeah, no. When you first started this story, I was like, "This ain't got nothing." I'm, I'm, I'm very glad. I'm out of this. This, this ain't, this ain't my wheel. See, he both. See, this is what you guys do to TJ every single time. He shows up with his joke. You start acting a fool, and he's like, "Fuck it, I gotta go. I gotta leave." I tell you what, I just want to see your search history for like. <laughs> Hold That's up. It, what is, let me what is it? <laughs> Control D E delete. What Clear. you research are you conducting right my, now? Your, your story is being wilder. Because the niggas like you. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again, it is the Incredible in the Black Podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men who have no problem shooting the club up. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of the Beige Patrol. Crush, say what's up, man. What's good, everybody? No doubt. Light Skin Wonder, say what's up. How y'all doing, man? Y'all good? <laughs> and we yeah. had a guest at one point. TJ's trying to get back in. I don't know if we scared him or what the deal is. But I would have a nigga. Shut up. Our homie TJ, a.k.a. the bizarre hodgepodge, social media personality. He's going to be joining us tonight to talk about a bunch of stuff. But if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit that thumbs up. It goes a long way. If you subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next video, hit the thumbs up because... It helps us out, but you can hit the thumbs down button. We're gonna be back next week either way. So do do what you do. But before and share we jump the shit, in, man. Shit, share it. Shit. Yes. Don't just hit share, buttons. Don't hit share, buttons. Shit. Share, it. Yeah. share it. Share it. Share it. Sharing, sharing is caring. Do do that. Do that for us. But before we jump into all of that, man, uh L, please tell these good people how they can become part of the family, man. Hey man, head over to the website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. Why do you continue www. Hey man, next next week you can do this. It's your <laughs> continue, continue, continue. Please, please. <laughs> Click the me- become family tab right there, man. And there you can do all different types of things. One of the things that you can really do is you can buy swag. We got some dope shirts, man, that uh Sean's son designed. <laughs> this, 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 elderly, this elderly nigga right oh here always God. got something. Always oh got something. <laughs> you can buy some swag that his son designed in kindergarten class. <laughs> Oh my God, man. This is a business. <laughs> or you can become a, a member of our Patreon page too, also, man. Uh, we got a lot of new tiers that's going to be coming your way here shortly. Yes, indeed. Or if you just want to yeah. donate, man, we would appreciate it. Uh, dollar sign in the black PDCST. Anything you guys can do to contribute to what we're building here is sincerely appreciative, man. For everybody who has already donated and become a member of our Patreon, we truly appreciate you, man. Thank you so yeah, much. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, 
we're going to get into a, a new thing that we want to make sure that we do. Um, it has been our it has been our goal to make this a safe space for black men of all stripes. And we've we think we've done a good job of that. Our primary concern has been the mental health of black men across the board. And uh, we're going to start something uh, called the check in before we get into the meat and potatoes of every show, just to make sure everybody is good. So, uh, L, why don't you go ahead and kick it off, man? In organizing activism circles, we have a check-in that we call the pies check-in, uh, where we go around in a circle and we ask uh, everybody a number of different things. Pi stands for physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. So when we go to a particular person, each person will say, uh, they can give a number on a scale of one to 10 where they are in those particular categories, or they can elaborate a little bit more. Uh, I, I think this is a good idea with us being in the midst of uh, the panorama was taking place across the country. Nigga, what you say? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, yo, yo, I caught that shit too. I caught that shit too. I, I, I had a little slide. The panorama. Though, right? I had, panorama. I had a little slide though, right? Panorama, slide, yeah. right? Oh, y'all not hip. Okay. Man, he had a slide though, right? He had a slide, right? Apparently, you didn't know what I'm talking about, bro. Go ahead, man. Do what you said. We call it the panorama. I mean, I mean, man, how much of a Philly thing? But go, I mean, go ahead, start it off. Nah, nah, it, it, was, it, was, it was pretty bad, bro. Start it off. Start it off, my guy. You can tell who the old people are on the show. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, but damn. <laughs> nigga, just talk. Oh, I'm trying, man. Trying, bro. Listen, give me a moment. So anyway, we we kind of do those different types of things, man. So I'm gonna give it a start. I'm gonna start it off. Uh, Physically, man, I am. I feel pretty good. I've gotten a lot of good rest this week, uh, in spite of everything that's going on. Physically, I feel I'm okay. Uh, intellectually, I'm overworked just with everything that uh, is taking place, particularly with school, man. It's finals week, papers, finals, discussion board. I hate all that shit, but it's the end of the semester. Uh, emotionally, I'm, I'm in not in the greatest space. Uh, it's not one of my favorite times of year. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that later on, but it's it's a rough space for me emotionally. Uh, spiritually, I'm pretty good, man. You know, uh, me and the ancestors, and, you know, and Jesus has been talking a lot lately, so uh, I'm pretty Facts. good. Facts. Big O, talk to me, bro. Check in. Man. <clears throat> Physically, I'm all right. I know I'm getting older because when I wake up in the morning, I try to get out the bed and my knees start to say something to me. I don't always like what they're saying, but it happens that way. But other than that, I'm physically I'm good. Uh, my mental space, I have to be very, very honest with you. We've had this conversation before, man. I've been I've been all over the place, man. I've been feeling some sort of way and I don't understand why I just been hyper. <laughs> I know I'm going to give this this motherfucker some ammunition, but I've been hypersensitive this week to to a lot of things and i don't understand why i'm in that space but i'm trying to pull back and make sure it's not just me overreacting to things or if it's a bigger issue to be very honest with you uh spiritually i try to balance off my my mental and emotional space with with prayer and meditation so um that's where i'm at right now man crush yeah well i mean physically i would say um, I've been addressing a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, issues physically this year more than I have before. So I feel confident about, you know, you know, knowing what I'm dealing with on a lot of levels. Um, 
see, intellectually, I would say I'm being um, tested a little bit in a good way on a professional level. Um, but it's being being drained, you know, mentally on a creative level. I would say I'm trying to uh, unlock some key, unlock some doors here and there. Um, emotionally, I would say, uh, you know, this you know this time of year now for me is different. Um, yeah, I'll be weeks away from when my mom passed last year. And, um, you know, I'll be dealing with that you know, along with my father. And, um, and spiritually, I guess it's kind of, you know, I would say I'm more in an exploratory space, spiritually, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, you know, just a lot of, you know, questions and aromatality. I, I, can respect, I can respect that, my guy. You know? T- we saved the best for last. TJ, where you at? Check in. First of all, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you, man. All right, perfect. I'm over here having technical difficulties and shit. <clears throat> so, all of this kind of ties into, like, it's all the same with me. Um, so, I guess I'll, so physically, it is what it is. Um, you know, 2020, I put on them quarantine X amount of pounds. <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna say how many. But I <laughs> So, you know, we're working, we are working to, to, to mitigate that. Um, intellectually, though, I'm good. So, I, the, the, for me, the gift of, of 2020 was finding new things to occupy my mind and mm. as well as my body. Um, and so I've, I've found new things to intellectually stimulate me. So intellectually, I'm good. Emotionally, it's been a roller coaster over like the past month, month and a half. Mm. Uh, I've been dealing with like just some just some personal issues. I will not get into them here. Um, mm. But in a better spot now, thankfully. Um, and really, thankfully, uh, thanks to therapy. I hmm. recently found a therapist. Thank God, hmm. forever, and finally found one. Um, and so my therapist has me in a has helped me get back to a, a really good place. That's what's um, and spiritually, pretty much the same. Like I'm really good. I started practicing yoga last well, year, and I do like two, usually about two sessions a day. Um, and then more recently, I've gotten more heavily into meditation, which also helps, you know, mm-hmm. my my spiritual being. And that, like I said, it just kind of all that rolls in the physical, the in, uh, intellectual, the emotional, all that kind of rolls into my yoga and my uh, my meditation. So fantastic, man. Fantastic. Let me ask you guys a quick question. I was actually having, <clears throat> excuse me, actually having this conversation with my younger brother about our mental space and investigating or diving into therapy and whether or not the gender of your therapist or the race of your therapist yes, matters. It all matters. Yes. Does that definitely, matter? Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. absolutely. Really? Yep. Do you yeah. think, do yeah. you think that there's, if you were to have, would you be more willing to share those parts of you that need to be shared with a therapist uh, with a black male versus a female no. or a white woman? I, wanna, or, I typically, uh, my therapists have been, black women interesting more often than not uh actually my first foray into therapy i had a uh gay white man who was probably like five two so he was the exact opposite of every but 
he gave me the tools that I needed to get started on my journey of healing. Uh, but typically, I like to have my therapist be black women. Uh, mm. It's a preference. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Why, why, yeah. why black women? Uh, I think for me, having a conversation with a black male that I'm not intimately familiar with, meaning we don't have a relationship with, I tend to, I would have to cut through all these different things mm. with black men trying to build a relationship is, 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 is work, uh, with black women. It's, it's just a level of comfort that I feel when not only when they're in that particular skill set, but in general, uh, for me, yeah, black women are far easier to share. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. TJ, you were saying. Yeah, my therapist is a black woman, thank God. Um, and that was one of my criteria. It mm -hmm. was to find mm -hmm. a, a, a therapist that was a black woman. Um, with me being a black gay man, I mm -hmm. feel like there would be less barriers between mm -hmm. a black woman and me as opposed to mm -hmm. wow. as opposed to, you know, possibly a, a cis het black man. Yeah, that makes a little difference. There's gonna be some things yeah. that he yeah. does not understand yeah. that maybe a black woman can't fully understand, but but there will be things that she will be able to make connections with. Um yeah, and black women are just black Dope. women are black women. Yeah. Black women are they they black save everything. Going to do what black women are going to do. They're going to take care of you. And yeah. so that was, like I said, that was just one of my criteria because I knew that that was just going to be the route to go. Um, mm -hmm. I knew I could not get a therapist that was a gay man because my focus would be shifted. Um, I think, and that, listen, man, that's fair. So, <laughs> that's fair. I had to. Find someone yeah. that I would be looking at, like okay, you. Um, you are got you trouble. Got trouble. Listen, listen, listen. I, I want to state this before I read one of the questions that's in the comments. Usually, we try to be consummate professionals here. We try to put together little clips and things. Shut up! I'm a consummate professional. You can speak for yourself. What? So we try to put together little clips and things of that nature to introduce our guests to make sure that people know that they are being brought into the realm of greatness with our guests. Oh, I peruse. Here comes a backhand. I peruse DJ's <laughs> Instagram and all that other stuff, and I couldn't find not near one picture or video without him with his taco meat out. So I was like, I don't know if this is appropriate or not. Let and me not is, be sharing this with the rest of And this is the motherfucker who <laughs> shows up on camera. Listen, what I'm saying is we brought people in here to listen and to talk, not to get TJ our only fans subscription bumped why up. You hating on this man getting the bag? Why are you hating on this man getting the paper? <laughs> Come on, TJ, give it to him, bro. Don't, hold don't do that. Please. Don't do that. Right. He know he knows it's the truth. This actually, because I, I, I got a bone to pick. So, <laughs> first of all, um, on, TJ. Let him know, man. my test hair is magnificent. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, as I told you before, this T-shirt comes off very easily. You're not making me do it. <laughs> Third of all, <laughs> third of all, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. As I sit here on this show on live, let me tell y'all something. Uh -oh. Y'all done had 
Y'all done had everybody on the show. Y'all done had Harriet Tubman, Sadiq. Y'all done had every abolitionist on the show. Y'all done had fine ass Eddie Glaude on this show. And then me. I don't do shit but talk shit on the internet and write about pretty things. How did I get here? That's my question. How did I get here? Sean, Sean, Sean invited you. Y'all done have Frederick Douglass on the show. Nigga, shut your ass up. Yeah, here I am. Why is he here, son? Why is he here? I mean, because TJ is awesome. The Bizarre Hodgepodge is fucking awesome, and you should check him out on IG. He's a he's a riot and a half. Um, I'm gonna ask Rex asked the question. He says, "Is it weird to want your therapist to be older than you?" No, no. 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 You think that 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 no. adds to the wisdom? I guess I don't. I I don't know how to for Rex, experience. For Rex, experience for Rex, it does. I mean, I mean. Uh, whatever makes you comfortable, I, I guess, to be honest I with you. I think it does. That was, that was kind of one of the things on my wish list for therapists was to be someone who, not like a whole lot older than me, but at least maybe like a couple of years. Um, because I know, speaking from experience, the older I get, the wiser I get. Um, I dig it. And so I feel, I feel like if I'm speaking to someone like my age or younger, even though I actually don't know how old my therapist is, come to think of it, if I'm speaking to my, someone my age or younger, it's going to, I feel like it would feel more so like a friend conversation. And that's mm. not what therapy is. No, so, or a peer conversation. And that's not what therapy is. So, yeah, when I was yeah. looking for therapists, I, I, that was kind of in the back of my head. Like I wanted someone who was probably a little bit older than me. Understood. Understood. That's fair. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our first. So, what about your therapist, uh, Sean? What are what is your therapist? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to be shamed by you. I oh, I told you what today today yeah, today today right every 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 damn time is always coming coming from my head coming from my head We're talking about mental health. So no, I figured I asked right. about and I will I will admit. Uh, I will be fair and I will admit that sure. Elgin has been an honest and good friend. He continues to bang me over the head about getting into therapy. And it is something that I have not done my part in. I've done the investigation and I've looked for different therapists, but I have not done the full commitment. And that is on me. And I need to, because like I told you, I've been in a space right now. And I don't think that I'm in a position where it's just a friendship conversation yeah where it's not a phase anymore it's not just conversations with friends or family to help me get through what i'm currently going through right now so i could admit that i'm in the same space so, man hmm. oh let me let me let me say this to you if i if i may no i'm all good go ahead babe so like i said i i was on a journey looking for a therapist and i had you know certain criteria and i was actually about to pull the trigger on one particular therapist and then something happened in my life um and then i was like okay well let me put this off let me put this on hold um the, and the reason i didn't do it initially was because there was going to be an issue with my insurance mm -hmm. um yeah. and so this life event happened and then right after i was like okay i certainly need a therapist right now and so what i ended up doing was just going through teledoc and um because with my my insurance through my job uh you can get um 
free therapy sessions through Teladoc. So I was like, let me just do a, a, a Teladoc session from the therapist because I do need somebody to talk to just like right now ad hoc. And that turned out to be the woman who is now my therapist. And we're like three sessions in now. Fantastic. So wow. sometimes, wow. sometimes like you're, you're encountering resistance for a reason. And so when you really need that therapist, they will manifest, they will be there for you, but uh, continue to do the work. Don't just put it off. Okay. I appreciate that TJ, man. Thank you. Um, we wanted to talk about <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. We can do that for the, like the next few minutes. We did delve into this whole therapy thing a lot, but we're going to give them the, their just due at least a couple of minutes. So with all of the craziness that's been going on recently, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sat down with Oprah Winfrey and exposed the royal family. There are allegations of racism and all sorts of nonsense that's been going on. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've noticed as this news has trickled, uh, trickled out is the number of people that have been surprised that there is such a, that the royal family has a racist bone in their body, apparently. A lot of people have been aghast and per clutching the pearls about this. And I was like, <laughs> this is the royal family. This is England. These are the creators of colonialism and imperialism ask many West African countries why they speak English today. Mm -hmm. So to think that they all of a sudden would not be racist. Anyway, but let's start off with you, TJ. What did you think as this news has been uh, coming out? So full disclosure, I did not watch the interview. Um, That's fine. Don't feel no, bad. So That's fine. I didn't either, bro. I, I get my information secondhand. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not surprised, which is partially why I didn't watch the interview. But, <laughs> Facts. Um, no, it's not surprising. Like these are the worst of the worst white people. Facts. Like this is where terrible mm. white people came from. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm 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 not surprised. I don't know. I don't know why Megan was surprised. Well, I think mm. I know why she was surprised because of her skin tone. Um, she's extremely fair skinned. She's Say that. white yeah. passing. Yeah, and she's so, she's uh, very racially ambiguous. You could if you didn't if you didn't weren't told that she was black, I don't think you would immediately jump to her being black. Not at all. Nope. Yeah, exactly. So what I might assume is that she thought she would be able mm, to get in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um and so that that my her being surprised surprises me. Mm, so, mm. Um, but no, it's it's it, it's not at all surprising. It, it like I said, these are the worst of the worst white people. Um, I don't know why other people are surprised. And I mean, they did the right thing, I suppose, by removing themselves from the situation. Um, but yeah, you. I mean, you went into the situation, I guess, with one expectation. And you didn't get that expectation, so it is what it is. Hmm. Mm. Crush, what you think, man? I mean, to expect anything less, <clears throat> you know, than what we saw uh, when any black face enters these kinds of white spaces, um, you know, is, is laughable at the best. Um, you know, I didn't expect anything. I, you know, anything less than what she, what she went through was, uh, you know, was a, uh, you know, was sad to a certain extent. But you know, these are at the same time still very privileged people. I'm not sure what being cut off really means for uh, for for a prince. Shit. Um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, even though a black man looked out for him, it turns out 
and a, and a black woman is giving them a platform to speak their grievances. Mm. Um, mm. Um, yet, uh, <laughs> um, yet, you know, it's it's uh, it's like I, I can only identify from a from from a distance from down here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and, and 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 this is coming from a, this is coming from a, from a, from my half Jamaican brother myself. You know, because she's part Jamaican, apparently. And so I, I can, you know, I can identify to the extent I, can, I feel for her mother that she's probably very indignant about this idiot that a lot of people apparently know who it is who said that thing about her grandbaby. So, mm. so there's someone's gonna get smacked on. So that's gonna be fine. That's gonna be fine. No doubt. L, I know people are waiting for what you got to say. Listen, Just make sure you I, give your email address after you uh, say it. At Elgin Bailey, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> all that shit. Uh, listen, man, fuck them Royals, all of them, from the oldest one to the youngest one. Uh, they are yeah. some of, not some of, they are the cultivators of colonialism. They are the racist bastards on the planet. They have colonialized every land they have stuck a white foot on and destroyed mm -hmm. some shit. I have zero sympathy for them whatsoever. The only amount of empathy I have at all is for Megan when she was speaking about the suicidal ideations that she was facts, facing. Facts, facts. That's, that's serious. Real. I take facts. that into consideration. That's real. But outside of that, man, fuck the queen, the, the, the motherfuckers that stand outside that don't move when people are waving their hands across the face. The beef eaters. You know, <laughs> listen, because, and that's the, the thing that I, I'm really amazed at is how so many people, and were just seem to be so alarmed. This is my fucking England family. Yeah, right, right. I mean, any ounce of history in a whitewash <laughs> sort of way will give you an indication how fucked these people are. But then you have this this idea of, you know, Oprah doing an interview, Tyler Perry letting him stay. I, I don't give a fuck about all that. I mean, Oprah got paid seven million dollars for this fucking interview. I was like, not aware of that. That's she crazy. got wow. seven million for this. She got the bag wow. for the and and, and, and again, wow. in any way, shape, or form, don't let me seem like it's a man. Like you hating on the Oprah money. No, go ahead. I, I see you. I don't give. I didn't give a fuck about Oprah before. I don't give a fuck about her seven million. I just mm -hmm. find it fascinating now that this turns into this huge ordeal, as if we're somehow surprised that motherfucker England is racist. Like, yeah, that's been the wildest thing. And man. when it comes to <laughs> Megan, the only sympathy I have again for her is the suicide ideations. But before this. It wasn't like Megan was out, you know, waving the Black Lives Matter flag. Facts. She she was not a I am black. She was always consistently on some I don't see race type shit. She played Latino and white women on every fucking show that she was on. It wasn't as if she was out there holding up the black fist from motherfuckers. But now, when racism knocks on your fucking door and shows they they white ass, now it's oh my god, I can't I can't believe this this is happening to me because you lived the motherfucking privileged life where you were able to pass whichever way you wanted to do. Welcome to black life. <laughs> it's unfortunate, man. I feel I feel bad for the child and at the end of the day. Fuck That's pretty Chris Morgan. <clears throat> oh, Pardon? no doubt. Yes. No, he's a doubt. lame. He's just oh, a lame. Has any a lifelong lame? You know what? I know that we've all had a young life, <laughs> and at some time during our our growth, our maturation process, we've thirsted after a woman. 
maybe at one point, even if it was a crush, whatever you want to call it, this nigga was in his goddamn early 50s when he met Meghan Markle and he's mad because he she she ghosted his ass like that's really where the crux of all of this came from why he's been bashing her for like I think it's a large part of it but also his allegiance to the royals also plays a part in that I mean that's where he makes his money at man he's pro England he has maybe I mean that makes I guess he's he's mad because he ain't getting no ass from Megan that brother served him on on, on the the served served the shit out of him made him leave more more needed to be there no, no, boy. He's no, a white boy. man being a white man. Being a white, a white man, man in a white ass country no, with white right. people cheering for him. Right. 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 Well, you know what? I got all into it with the whole uh, check in, and we didn't read our black box letter for tonight, man. So I oh, want to do that shit. because this I want to give you see, this. See, see, this is what happens when you let light, light, light skinned people take control of shit. Everything gets all discombobulated. So this week, we've got a letter from. Mr. M is what he goes by. Okay. Anytime a motherfucker show up with a a, a, with a letter for his name, you know what he's trouble. You know some goddamn trouble. If it ain't nothing X, you know oh, some <laughs> No full discretion. Mr. M writes, hey, ITB peep team. Usually I don't write into shows. Lying, to be honest man. with you, I'm typically more reserved and introverted person, but I've been listening to the show for a while and I've grown to love the honesty and fun that you guys share in the topics you cover <laughs> and even the letters you guys get from folks. My issue is my girlfriend and I have been dating for close to three years and during the pandemic about six months ago we moved in with each other my issue is that since moving in with one another my girlfriend gets upset when i get home and need time to myself i drive a bus during the day and we'll pick up a couple of hours doing uber so maybe about 12 hours of work before coming home she's been fortunate enough to work from home when i finally get home i want to sit with a drink for an hour or so before i do anything i've tried to explain this to her that i need it for my peace of mind but she takes it as though she takes it as though i don't want to spend time with her maybe i'm not saying it correctly and you guys seem to be good with words so maybe you can tell me what to say or how to say it without it turning into a fight any help you can offer would be great at this point thanks mr m this is so, so easy. Man, this is sad. God, Mr. Nick, M, this is so easy, bro. So I, I'm, I'm I, because we always fuck it up shit. I want to make sure we get on the good foot. I'm gonna let our guests go ahead and start it off first. Go ahead, TJ. Oh, oh okay, cool. So coincidentally, I was actually just listening to a, a, a conference call at work about this very same thing. Um, and I'll kind of get into that in a minute. I want to kind of ask slash, slash make an assumption about this couple. <laughs> no, 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 and it's not even gonna be anything crazy. What I would assume is that he uh, is probably white. Oh, okay. All and right. she is probably an extrovert. And so, because he's been out all day doing this, that, and the third, when he gets home, he needs to recharge and have some some me time. Because I'm an introvert too. I don't want to see nobody at no point in time. Um, and so she's been working from home all day, probably having minimal interaction with people, certainly no physical interaction with anyone. So she's kind of starved for that. So when he gets home, she's like, oh, my God, I need to talk to you. I want to see you. I want to do this. So but that's the la- that's the last thing he needs in that moment. And now, again, I'm just making an assumption, but that's what it sounds like to me. So what 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 it sounds like he needs to do is to let her know 
babe, I just need 15, 20 minutes of me time. Let me just go into the bedroom. I need to close the door. Let me just woosah. Let me meditate. Let me wash my face. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes. Don't talk to me. Let me do what I need to do. And then when I come out, we can talk about or do whatever the fuck you want to do. We can fuck if you want to. I don't care. But within this 15, 20 minutes, I just need my time to just let the day wash off of me. Mm, 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 mm. Crush. I mean, yeah, she did, he did, just, just needs to lay it out as plain as he can. And <laughs> at least try to, you know, at least try to come to some 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 middle point with her in terms of what that time, that time for her means. That's all. You know? I mean, because, because he says that he's trying to he, explain it to her, but I mean, but I bet the thing is, like, you know, if he gives in too much, then he won't have any me time after a while, you know, unless, unless he unless he makes it clear that look, this is what this time is, this is what this time is. But of course, that's very dangerous, as we all know. <laughs> I'm watching watch L in the upper right hand corner of my box. Oh, very like dangerous. It's all yeah, dangerous, very dangerous words. My song is on, bro. Let me tell I, you. I see he put his he put his super cap on. Go Ooh. ahead, L. Man, my jam is on. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, nigga. I think you better let it go. Just <laughs> <laughs> another love, TKO. <laughs> Bro, if you don't get the fuck out of here, you know exactly what's happening right now. She is way too fucking needy. You've made it clear to her what you needed. And, I, and the, the sad part about with these black box letters is you only get one side of the story. So we're only getting. That's what we, we try. Hold up. We do try to be know, fair. No, we do I try to be fair. I don't try to be fair. You, you wrote a fucking letter in. I'm not doing this fairness. Which words? And take it at that. She's needy as hell. She's being inconsiderate. You need to go ahead and move the fuck on and be done with it. You shouldn't move in with her. You only moved into it with her because of the pandemic. And you want to have some easy access to some sex with the pandemic. So you moved in with her. Your motherfuckers wasn't ready. You knew you shouldn't have did this shit. Now you fucked around and moved in with somebody who's new to this shit and you don't know what to do. I tell you what to do. Help her find a place and get the fuck out of it. I don't know how hard this is. Why you answer to this long, drawn out shit? If you've articulated to her what your needs are, first off, motherfucker, you drive a bus all day. Didn't you drive Uber? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Trying to get that paper, man. <laughs> trying to get that money, man. That's a hustle, man. Hustle, you, man. Come on, my guy. I mean, you know, you know you know, the you mentality know, today. You don't want to be home with her. So that's why he's doing all that extra shit. <laughs> Nick! <laughs> Elgin is a bastard. When they start picking up that extra overtime, and they start picking up that extra overtime, and all the bills is paid. Everything is good, and they still want to be at the job. They're trying to be away from. You know what? Safe in the future, man. You know what? It's, it's check this out, man. I think that it's gonna. It's interesting I because hate, I in, hate you. Listen, God, listen. I you do. know, I'm always the. I'm the forever optimist. I'm the the nice one, and you better be nice to your kids. I'm the rational. I, I love my children. I love. I love each and every single one of their brown heads. I love them to death. But man. in all honesty, man, you know, some of us grow up. And work is all we know because we have a history of that being the case. I know in my household, when I was growing up, my dad left to go to work at like 4.30 in the morning. We probably didn't see him until like 8, 9 o'clock. 
That's how hard my dad worked. That's a cultural thing, though. It oh, might, it might. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It could be a cultural thing, but at the same time, I also think that we have all had to find some way of adjusting to this pandemic, and she's clearly failing because typically she'd probably be in an office and there's human interaction, like TJ was already saying. There's all this human interaction, and now she's stuck in the house all day, either responding to emails or whatever the case is, and she's waiting for some sort of compassionate interaction when her man gets home she's ready to go and he's not i'm not saying she's right i'm just saying that i can understand where she might be extra now I'm is it fair to... is it fair to my man no nah. it's crazy if it, it's, it's not fair to my it's not fair to old boy at all you, you can't give me 20 minutes to decompress when i walk in the door i mean 20 minutes family Bro, that's a damn episode on TV on Netflix. Yeah, that, that sounds like some Maury I mean, type shit, shit. To be honest, you can't even give me twenty minutes to decompress. Facts. Yeah, if, it sounds I mean, like some Maury shit. I, I I may have missed that part in the letter, but yeah, if he's already expressed that and she is just walking over that boundary, then yeah, let, let, it's time to cut yeah, shit. And it's so, it's so bad that he said that he can't even have the conversation with her anymore because when he does bring it up, turns it turns into a fighting about this. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll admit that I didn't, I didn't catch how long this was. I didn't catch how exactly how long this was going on. So if it's that like that new, then yeah, he can roll. Bro, listen, man. He can roll. He can roll. Nah, no joke, man. I, like I said, I, I feel, I feel for your man, man. Twelve hours during the you day. You ain't give no opinion either. You ain't give no opinion. You what did, you, what no did I just fuck. say? I said that she was wrong. What nothing. do you want me to say? I mean, what else do you want me to say? I said she was wrong. She would say she's wrong. Because you ain't say shit, Mister M. Your girlfriend is wrong. Uh, <laughs> Elder's going to shoot you bail after you guys start fighting this shit. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm She's sorry. inconsiderate. Every relationship is meant to last. Hell no. That's, that's true. There, there, are are season, there are season for these things. Sometimes you got to get go through a couple of speed bumps before you go through that uh that smooth pass. And so you moved in with a girl in the midst of a fucking pen. But they were together for a while. But that shows. But that shows. They said they've been shows. together for going on three years. Three years. Three years. Just within the past six months, they moved a pandemic. But hold on, hold on, hold on. All, all, all. Let's, 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 let's take a step back for a quick second. After three years, you can understand wanting to move. In. However, you never know what you're getting yourself hold into on, until on, you move on, in with somebody. Hold on, hold on, time out. Why yeah. after three years are you expected to move in with somebody? I'm not saying that you are expected, but what I'm saying is that that's after three years of being with someone, I can understand wanting to live together. I can understand. I'm not saying I would recommend it. I said I can understand it, but you don't know what you're getting yourself into until you move in with someone. I will never forget when me and my wife were dating. We were dating for over right four. Listen, she listened to this. We tell this story to every new. You bring her every into couple, this, bro. Every single time. <laughs> me and my wife, listen, I'm, I'm, when I, when I'm, I'm telling you, she I'm I'm telling you I got ass. some hot grits of oil for you when I see you, my guy. So Man. every single time we tell every young person we see this, me and my wife were dating for almost four, close to four or five years before we finally moved in with one another. And everything was hunky-dory when we weren't living with each other. The first five, six months... I because thought I was going to kill her. She thought she was going to kill me. I told her, I selfish said, bastard. one of those, you already hit a spot on the head, Eldrin. There were, there were times, there were times I would go to work and I was like, nah, let me, let me see if they got some overtime over here. Cause I'm not. <laughs> times when I got home play, and I was bro. like, if I could shake you, I would shake some sense into your ass. But you know what? 
after some time, you get to know people. You know the intro. What is it? What do they call it? Uh, Introsecrecies or whatever the, the intricacies, term is. brother. Intricacies. You need to borrow a book. Idiosyncrasies. <laughs> you even got it wrong. Goofy hands. Help you out, bro. <laughs> but after that, damn, we, we learned each other. We learned what. He, my dad said something to me a long time ago before I got married, and it's been didn't listen to her. He said, "You never know what's what stepping on. You never know about stepping on someone's toes until you actually step on step on someone's toes, right? So it's like you don't know what's going to bother somebody until you do it, and it bothers them, and then you learn from the lesson and you back up. So old girl you know, right here, Nigerian she knows the parable type of bush. I would, I would say, I would say, I would oh say it in our, I would say it in our native oh language, but I don't want to offend you. I don't want to offend you. If I, if I said it in our native language, I'm going to, going to start hearing that. Wait, wait, you a horrible ass motherfucker. I swear to God. Do it, do that shit. Proverbs. PJ, don't do it. Don't do it. I know you see your light skinned brethren on here. Don't, don't. Don't, don't do it. Don't don't do it. Okay, you can say it in any language. I'm not. I'm not going. You know what? Don't crush. I love your friends. Don't do it. No, man, Mr. M. Listen, my guy. You can take whoever's advice you want to take on the show tonight. You already know there's one person that's not looking out for your best interest. That nigga trying to get you. He's trying to get you put away, nigga. <laughs> God bless you, sir. Yeah. God bless you, because you yeah. were bold and brave yeah. enough to write us a letter, yeah. I'm going to send you an In the Black Podcast T-shirt. Maybe, maybe to eat, maybe to ease your pain as you ease out the door from this relationship. <laughs> Make sure she don't take your hoodies when she leaves. <laughs> take all your masks. No bullshit. All right, TJ. Let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Go ahead and start us off with your topic, man. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen. <I'm... laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Spicy. I'm keeping it cute. I'm keeping it cute this time. <laughs> you were supposed to hold up all jokes aside. You know there was something you were supposed to teach us in your next visit. I'm going to hold you to that in your third visit. You were supposed to teach us certain vernacular and things that go along with oh, some okay. of your remember okay. we had this conversation but i'm gonna hold i'm gonna hold you to the third episode that you're on so go ahead tj yes remind me of that because that'll be a very good conversation so um yeah i want I, I want to kind of talk about like black people and life insurance right um mm. i i have had the experience of speaking to you know a, a good handful of people mainly black people one of which includes my mom mm -hmm. um about life insurance and what i have a lot of times what i hear and what i find is that like black people either do not have life insurance or they don't have enough life insurance or they have like the bare minimum just like a burial policy yeah. and so like even i'll use my mom for as an example um my mom was like well when i die i don't want nobody getting rich off me and she but that's not but that i've heard that from i've heard that before yeah, heard you know what i mean Wow, heard, wow, wow, wow. Mindset from a yeah, lot of people. Yeah. Obviously, not yeah. all black people. Right, but right, right. 
but years ago, I was in a position where I was speaking to people about life insurance because I was a financial advisor. And so I got that response from so many people like, yeah. I don't want all this life insurance. I don't need all this life insurance. We would literally sit down with people and say, we would plug in you know, all their assets and liabilities, blah, blah, blah. And it would give us a number. And you and it would say you need three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars of life insurance, a million dollars of life insurance. And people sure. would literally come back and say, oh, I don't need that much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so if you're saying you don't really want anyone to get, quote unquote, rich when you pass. Yeah. Why not? I do. That's wild. That's unfortunately that might be the only way that I can help you. Facts, 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 facts. That kind of, that kind of leads facts. into a generational wealth transfer conversation. Because when I was speaking to my mom recently, like I, I told my mom how much she would get in my untimely demise, and she was yeah. shocked. Hmm. She was shocked, and I was like, okay. "Yeah, I want you." And my brother and whoever else to be well taken care of. I want you to pay off the house and everything else. And I want you to be well taken care of. But I think the the mindset of a lot of black people for whatever reason is that they just want enough to bury them, to bury themselves and then nothing else. And I'm, I'm curious to know like where that mindset comes from. Like why not get as much life insurance as you can possibly afford so that you can transfer that wealth to yeah. your heirs, yeah. to whoever you want, you know, to get that benefit. Sure. And and I mean, this may sound kind of morbid or dark, but it doesn't. Unfortunately, like that may be the only way to set facts, up the next generation. You facts, know what I mean? Facts, facts, yeah. facts, facts, facts. You know, the so, statistics show that less than fifty, less than fourteen percent of Black people polled recently between. 20 from between 2005 to 2019 less than 14% or about 14% have life insurance black people have life insurance of that that have life insurance only 22% believe that life insurance is a means to pass on generational wealth only 22% of that 14 plus percent believe that that's the way to pass on generational wealth to those behind them so Elgin go ahead I see you bubbling man go ahead no, man, I think there's a a number of potential reasons for this thought process. Uh, but I know as someone who has had to bury a number of people who have not had life insurance, how fucking expensive it is. True. I'll give you uh, that. Yeah. I mean, burials, caskets, funerals, memorials. That shit is fucking expensive, man. Uh, and we're not even talking about having life insurance just simply to cover that. But this is how white folks for generations have been able to make generational fucking wealth is because when their old asses fucking died, they had life insurances that they passed on to their kids. Uh to allow them to be able to do things to continue on their legacy or more importantly motherfuckers to hold on to whatever wealth they actually had facts so any type of assets you actually currently have 
a motherfucking life insurance and a will are great things to have in order for your people to be able to carry on and keep your assets. One of the reasons why I feel like we as a people are find it very difficult to do the life insurance thing is for one, we don't have a, a healthy perspective and understanding of money. That's number one. We have a very, and I'm not talking about financial literacy and the fact of paying your fucking bills and saving and all that. We don't understand how money and wealth actually accumulate. Go hand in hand. Work. Yep. We can dig I it. Think we, we've, and one of the reasons why is because we've never had that wealth to be able to do it. And that's not an excuse. That's just there for context. We've never had it. But then I think also we're so inundated with violence and death continuously that for many of us, it's difficult to have that conversation about not being here when we're constantly faced with death and again not an excuse context but if you don't have these conversations man and begin discussing life insurance and death and what you want to see happen with your estate and estates are not for just for people who have millions States are for anybody who have fucking five dollars anything, dog. Good you great. have to yeah. be able to do, and I think this is such a needed broader conversation. But I'll stop here and let somebody else chime in. Nah, I, I can dig it. I can dig it. One of the saddest things that one of the saddest things that social media continues to propagate is these GoFundMe's when someone passes away and yeah. they're asking for, they're trying to raise $20,000 for a burial and to see in many cases that they come up short. It's hard. Every GoFundMe that you see, with every one GoFundMe, you got 10 fish fries. With every one GoFundMe, you got 10 fish fries, you got 10 barbecues, you got 10 selling something in the hood just to have a fucking memorial. You see the GoFundMes on social media. Yeah. You don't see the fish fries. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right about that. You're right about that. Crush, go ahead, man. Well, I mean, I can I can definitely relate uh to uh you know to this uh to this mentality to a certain extent. Um, you know, my parents told my, my, my sister and I early on that we wouldn't have to worry about any of the expenses related to their death, <clears throat> any of them at all. And, and, uh, they, uh, you know, they were, they were very correct. Uh, I literally had to call a number on a card and everything was handled within an hour. Um, you know, we saw no bills, anything like that. Um, but the idea of, of a life insurance policy or generational wealth. I think there were some things in place, but this kind of mentality wasn't something that I didn't see often in my family enough. And I know my, my father lost like four or five different brothers and sisters that had children. Um, you know, so, and I remember a lot of fights after that, but, um, but this, uh, but this, this, uh, this idea that we can't pass on uh, this, this kind of wealth to our, to our loved ones uh, is definitely a remnant of, uh, of the culture that we force into here. And uh, I would hope that, I, I, I know my wife and I definitely have life insurance policies. I know I know I thought about that for my niece and nephew. So it's, some, it's something that's not foreign to me, something I've taken seriously myself. Um, but I can definitely relate to, you know, I guess where my parents were at the time, um, having us and the choices they had to make. Um, so yeah, I, I, can, I can definitely relate to that. I think when we have one of the comments, someone said that given 
what folks are going through in life, in many cases for black people, life insurance and the afterlife is at the very bottom of the totem pole when it comes to our day-to-day concerns. But at the same time, that's the one thing out of everything that you're going to deal with in life that's guaranteed, you're going to die. That you have yeah. some control yeah. over what yeah. Some control. You're going for yeah. the people here, man. Yeah. 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 You do your people a disservice, man, by not putting that, that money in. And I mean, you do them a grave motherfucking disservice. Yeah. Really. But it's a scary thought, man. I, I mean, I'm not giving any excuses because me and my wife, we have our policies. I have one. We ha- I have a separate one and I have one through my job. But when, when you start talking about life insurance, it really forces you to deal with your mortality. And a lot of people aren't mentally, maturely able to grasp the fact that, damn, one day I'm not going to be here. Damn, one day I'm not going to be here and it's not going to be because I didn't get a chance to get old. It's because I got hit by a car or whatever the case is. It like really throws your mortality in your face and people aren't really to deal with that. It's one of the reasons why so many black men don't go to the doctor. Many of us aren't ready to deal with what we what we may face when we go to the doctor, like the news. You know what I mean? That's so, a fair comparison. I can take so that. That's, I can I, I can understand the I can understand the apprehension, but at the same time, like for me, there's some apprehension. My, you gotta get the fuck over. That's what I'm, my, I got. Yeah. Dude, I don't have time to be apprehensive when I got kids. You know what I'm saying? I've seen other folks struggle to get their family's funds together to bury someone they love because they died untimely. I don't want to put that on. Or the debt that comes with some of this. If some states, they'll pass your debt onto your children. Yeah. I'm not going to do that shit to my kids. Yeah, right. they will. With no problem. With no problem. Or they'll yeah. take all of your assets. Mm-hmm. And you can get life insurance anywhere, too, man. I mean, you yeah. can get life insurance any fucking where. Facts. Bro. I mean, it ain't no excuses for that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. And you know what? Like, when I, that was, that was like my, one, that was my goal. Shop around. When, I, when I was a financial advisor, like, my goal was to try to get in front of as many Black people as possible um, to just kind of impart the wisdom or the knowledge that I had just got, to be honest. Word. Um, I can dig but that. It was, but like I said, it was, it was extremely disheartening to when you finally do start to, when you're able to speak to your own people and they come back with, it's oh, not I, don't welcome. That much, I don't need yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, Even though the math is Strange. right here, it says you need this. But also, I don't think, well, I know, certainly because I, I saw uh, one of the um, the comments pop up, there it, there certainly is a lack of financial literacy. And I'm not saying that that agreed. is... No, agreed. Uh, that, that's the fault of Black people. It is certainly not. Mm-hmm. It is the way this shit is set up, right? So no. Um, but I don't think I don't think we as black people really know all of the benefits that life insurance can do. I think a lot of times we just if we do have a, a, a you know some working knowledge, life insurance is term or whole life. And you only know that whole life is permanent. You don't know what whole a whole life policy can do. You don't know that there is you can borrow against it. Yeah. yeah. I know I know cats enough. that have done that, man. Yeah. 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 Mm. So that's like, that's game right there. There's, it is. there's there's such a lack of knowledge, unfortunately, that comes with that comes, you know, with us and, and, and with our people. It's just and it's but again, it's it's unfortunate when you're you're trying to impart Educate, or man. knowledge and there's that roadblock. 
Maybe because they feel like you're trying to rush them into it. You know what I mean? Or rush rush them into thinking. Of, I'm not all honesty. I'm going to share I, something I with you guys. I am trying to rush you into thinking. Yeah, I, 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 I can dig it. <laughs> I, I'm going to share something with you guys. Something very personal. I tried to have my parents ended up traveling. It had been a while since they had gone back home, and I told them that hey, I think it's time for us to have these types of conversations because God forbid, in your travels. Anything can happen, right? We've heard the stories. We've seen all the, we've seen the news clippings, all of those things. My parents being old school, being African, they're like, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to hear none of that stuff. You wait until we get back. Then possibly we'll talk about it. People don't want to have that conversation, man. It scares a lot of people. I I don't know how you break through that fear. Because I honestly think it's the fear of facing your mortality that causes the issue. But, you don't break through that shit. You go and get the motherfuckers a life insurance policy. I mean, for some people, you just have to go. You got to do what you got to do. No, I get You have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can go. You can go to your local. And I know it sounds crazy, but I, oh, again, hold, one quick question. As you guys are talking, then, because if it's something that someone has to do for someone else, in many cases, I thought that the person that uh, that you're getting the insurance policy for has to see a doctor and has to do all these other things before it gets approved. Is that not the case or am I missing something? It depends if you have some pre-existing conditions that would make the, the term, the amount of the life insurance policy be different. Because I've gotten life insurance policies on people before and they didn't have to go see a doctor. Is that right? Yeah, it is. In the black has to live on when O is gone. You know what we're having Thank you, TJ. I want to say thank you. We're gonna say thank you again, but I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time out of your business schedule to come kick it with us and chop it up and just we enjoy the conversation we enjoy your presence before we wrap everything up we're going to go through what's up so typically you guys know what's up is that time of the week when we try to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week so tj please what's up oh yeah okay so i be getting high right um and when i get high I sometimes... oh, you see how crushed is like what? <laughs> Y'all need your own show? Crush, just, <laughs> crush, just, crush killed me, dog. I'm going to have this show slow motion on repeat. Y'all need your own show. Go ahead, TJ. How high? Two. Nah, 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 nah. Without little Yanni. Go ahead, TJ. So so one, one of my favorite things to do is to get high and do yoga and or meditate, right? And so recently, hi yoga and meditate, bro. What, oh, what, yeah. what plane are you trying to get to? <laughs> what spiritual plane are you trying to get he to? He's trying to get division. He's trying to get that division. Trying to get division. Listen, Dormammu, motherfucker. What the hell? Goddamn. You have to try it. But so I've been also journaling, like since I'm, you know, on the spiritual journey and now I got my therapist, you know, basically I'm just better than everybody now because I got all this shit going on. But anyway, so my, my little words of wisdom that I wrote down the other day in my little journal <clears throat> as I read. Oh, this motherfucker's wild. <laughs> Your fear and anxiety is you trying to control the universe, mm. but you cannot control 
what you do not understand, nor is the universe for you to control. So just take that with you. Mm. I hate you so much. I man. do too. He knows. You I, he knows I hate. Hold on. You start. You started off with a get high joke, and you went <laughs> real deep with the get high joke and laid it all out, and then you dropped some wisdom like that. What the? Don't compliment him. That don't co- don't compliment him. He's gonna take the damn shirt off, and all the taco meat gonna come out. Go ahead. Uh, just, just trying to see this man's chest for some reason. I don't know why. Listen, you keep listen. listen if you visit this dude on IG, clearly we haven't been there, but he's you have. This nigga. Every time he's unstoppable with this shit. Go ahead, Crush. What's up? Man, look, um, I don't got much, but uh, I do want to send, send a quick shout out to uh, a little piece of news I heard about uh, Mr. Carter selling off another piece of uh, title uh, to Square for a nice, uh, a nice tidy sum. Um, this brother's about to pass uh, pass his billion mark like it's nothing pretty soon. So um, shout out to that brother. You know, learning a lot. Thank you. Make that money. Make that money. L, what's up, man? The pandemic is still happening. Quarantine. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Wear your mask. Shit hasn't changed. Don't let Atlanta fool you. Don't let Tulum fool you. Don't let all these fucking places fool you. People are still getting the Rona and dying. Take care of yourself. 1,600 people died yesterday alone, man. So don't don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. What's up for me this week, man? You know that recently, the uh, as part of the $1.9 trillion stimulus package, uh, they've also, Congress has also tried to push forward a new voting rights bill. And there, it's not surprising, but there are a lot of people that don't want you to, to vote. I know we come on here and we have our debates about the power of voting how we should leverage our vote with our power and our activity. Sure. But in the same breath, the fact, that it should, have, yep. the fact that folks don't want you to do it at all says a lot. There are people fighting tooth and nail. There was one Republican governor. I think his name was Tim Ryan. I forget the state that he's from. He some literally said state. some, some white ass state, of course mm-hmm. he came out. He was like the bill. I see. He, he said the bill as he was reading, it was written for the devil himself. So in some capacity, your ability to cast a vote is equated to the works of the devil. That shows you how he's white. That shows you how bothered uh, some people. Clearly. That shows you how bothered some people are. So all I have to do is say, stay, stay steadfast, man. Keep doing what you need to do, man. Get out in these streets. Show them that your vote is worth something. So, Please. TJ, once again, man, I want to say thank you for taking the time out. Please, We've been blessed. You, we appreciate it, man. We the, the the next episode, we're going let your let your hair down. We're going to let you okay. right back to the taco meat. Right back to the taco meat, too. This thing, he was ready. He was ready. Just, send, just send him the picture, man. What you know what? I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> DJ, picture, tell bro. these people where they can find you, how they can find you, if they want to find you, man. You can find me um, on my website and blog, bizarrehodgepodge.com. That's B-Z-A-R-H-O-D-G-P-O-D-G. Um, from there, you can actually get all my socials. So Twitter and Instagram. Um, not really. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but don't even go there. But yeah, um, bizarrehodgepodge.com. And um, check out all of my crazy ass writings and shit. But yeah, you can find my Instagram and my Twitter from there. No doubt. Thank you, sir. Crush, where can people find you if they want to find you, man? Man, check me out on Audio Mac at SP Methods. 
or at Instagram at SP Methods, aka Bridge, or at Orange Crush with a K. And you, you got another album coming? Because I know, I know nah, usually, nah, nah, usually you'll be nah. announcing the next album. <laughs> he in the nah, studio nah, right nah, now. Bro. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm looking for talent right now, man. I see you, my guy. I see you. That's lazy. TJ said, What you waiting for? TJ said, What you want, man? No doubt. No doubt. Give you a good 16. L, <laughs> where can people find you if they want to hey, find man. you? Uh, at Elgin Bailey across social media platforms, man. I'm mainly on Twitter these days because Zuck be fucking up. So yeah, throw your ass in Facebook jail for no damn reason. And I've I, never been in Facebook jail though, nigga. With all the shit you talk, you don't be. Oh, I'm surprised you're not in Clubhouse, man. <laughs> oh nah. That, that's well, a whole I, I'm not a big fan of the clubhouse format. Man. I mean, no, I, I mean, I mean, I've heard, I've heard, I'm hearing more bad, I'm hearing more bad things than good things. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, still, it's but a, still, but, but still, certain circles in there. I'm surprised you're not in there, brother. Man, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, very it's a mixed circle. bag. It's a mixed bag. I know. Put it, I know. Put it mildly. Put it mildly. I, I am. I am big. Oh, you can find me at Bonnet MR. Man. Da, 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 da. Bonnet Man. Come <laughs> <safe. laughs> Don't coming on the CW. Don't don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy do some relationship shit in that motherfucker. You know man. good light skin motherfucker. Next, I am big. Oh, you can find me on black and some white woman. It's gonna be on black lightning, of course. With a bonnet on, kissing some white woman. Mr. Damn. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys once again for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick with us and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And until next time, as always, informed, intelligent, in the black. Peace. Peace. This is, this is the In The Black Podcast. In The Black, bro. Hands <laughs> down, one of the best this podcasts is. I ever heard, though. I like y'all first. Bretchen, what up? I read a black coffee, Bretchen, listen. In The Black Podcast, and your lad, it's all facts. You don't like that, the fall back. In The Black Podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, you're all Intelligent elements always relevant Not for the weak and delicate This is eloquent excellence We are setting the precedence Resting in my excrement In the black podcast The truth like the testament Don't know Black up he bro Man a specialist No what the podcast broadcast Y'all mess with this Like said them a cheat Who no do it so effortless I listen them I learn When them listen them I benefit Reporting current events Everything that is prevalent This is so exquisite The scientific experiment Giving you the news Not views without evidence Telling you the truth sentiments without embellishments Relax, these are the facts Bringing them to your residence In your house and your tenement Listen to hear intelligence Body filled with melanin Power that's so acetylene Bright in the stars Bringing some light back to the desolate In the black podcast That your land is all facts You don't like that before In the black podcast They fall down Pull up and watch Black up here Chat me down In the black podcast That your land is all facts You don't like that before In the black podcast but yes, we all lost the one of them, none of them, the country.